Hello, one-way ticketers, and welcome back to the One-Way Ticket Travel Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Maggie, and I'm so excited you're joining again this week. I would just love to give a friendly reminder if you could subscribe and review the show. That would mean so much to me. And also, if you could pass it along to anyone that is also interested in travel, that would be so greatly appreciated. It does get the word out about the podcast, and I'd love to keep having great content for you each week. So I would really appreciate if you did pass it along. So I hope you guys did have a great Labor Day weekend and are excited for the fall season. It's funny here in San Diego, September is actually our summer. It's one of the hottest months here. So there's a joke that all the tourists go home because it's the start of fall, but really in San Diego, it is summer year round. So um, there really isn't that point where there's the change in season at all. So. It's really nice living here and definitely a great spot to be if you like a vacation destination year round. So today we're gonna be discussing why it's important to write out your travel goals and some bucket list destinations I have for myself. So I think as in anything in life, writing things down helps you just feel a little bit more accomplished and that the goal is possible. And the trips I'm gonna be discussing today are more of my life goal trips. So it's definitely not the trips that I'm going to take within the year. I think it's important to write down your smaller travel goals, but then also the ones that you have for your lifetime. So these are going to be more of my lifetime bucket list goals, which I'm only 32, but I think life goes fast and it's important to write those down and make commitments to get those done in a certain timely way. I think you can travel at any age, but when I'm in my 70s and 80s, am I going to be able to do a camper van around New Zealand? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's people that could and maybe I could as well. But I think it's important to do some trips when you are a little bit younger. Um, That's just being realistic. So I think it's good to kind of jot those out and plan the trips according to where you are at in life. So without further ado, I will go over those seven trips that I really want to take before I die. And I will probably add to this list because there's so many places I want to go, but I really took note of the things that I want to do. And these are my true bucket list journeys I want to have. And I've already started planning one of them actually. So I hope this inspires you to also make your bucket list of all the places you'd like to go. And if there's anything you think I should add to my list, feel free to message me. I'm always curating it and wanting to find new destinations. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. And without further ado, we will get into those trips. So my first bucket list destination that I cannot wait to travel to is Japan. I've always had such a fascination with Japan ever since I lived in Chiang Mai. I just think there's so many incredible adventures to have there and I really respect the culture and I would love to try all the food in Japan. So that's definitely on my bucket list. I did fly through Tokyo, but unfortunately did not have the time to explore and I've just heard Tokyo is such a incredible city. It's vibrant and it's really a definition of the old and new coming together and I just would love to explore the historic temples and shrines and just see the shopping districts and definitely try all the food and then really just spend 
a month exploring the rest of Japan. I'd love to go to Kyoto. I would maybe even try skiing again, as I've heard Japan is one of the best destinations in the world to go skiing. So it would be a destination I'd want to have a little bit more money to allocate to. I know Japan is a little bit more expensive, so I see this happening in the next 10 or so years for me where I can really budget enough money to really see and explore all that Japan has to offer. But definitely that is very high on my list and a place I want to visit and explore some at some point in the course of my life. So stay posted for when I will be traveling there. My next trip that I really would like to take is to go to Peru. And I will add on to that, that I really want to just have the time to explore South America in general. And if I had the money, I always say I would just take a trip around the world and check off all these places on my bucket list. But if I had to narrow down a location in South America, I definitely would choose Peru because it is one of my bucket list destinations and definitely just seeing the historic ruins of the Incan Empire and being able to explore Machu Picchu is definitely something that would be a life-changing experience. I was actually going to go to Peru with a friend before I moved to San Diego, but it was on a lockdown because of COVID. So it's still on my list. And that's it's actually a location that I intend on going to soon because it is a bit of a cheaper destination and a little bit easier for me to get to from California. And I've just heard that visiting Machu Picchu and just the people and culture in Peru are definitely worth exploring. And I did have family members that went there and they really enjoyed meeting the locals and just getting to explore the beautiful landscapes of Peru. There's so much to do and see there and I'd love to try the local food as well. So, and I also am a big hiker, so I'd like to explore some of the treks that they have to offer. So Peru is definitely on my list and it's one of those spots that I think I will be exploring sooner rather than later. The next bucket list destination I would like to go on, and I foresee this perhaps being my honeymoon. I've seen a few people do this for their honeymoon, and I think it's really a unique destination to go. There's obviously nothing wrong with doing a beachside honeymoon, especially after planning a wedding, but I've seen a few people do an African safari, and I think that would just be such an exciting adventure to start your married life with. So that's something I've considered as a honeymoon destination, but definitely doing an African safari is a once in a lifetime experience and being able to see the majestic animals like the elephants, the lions, the rhinos in the wild is definitely a dream. I'm not really someone that goes to zoos. I, I would rather see animals in their natural habitat. So just being able to explore South Africa and Kenya and definitely some of the more popular safari destinations would be a once in a lifetime trip for me. I just look at pictures and I think it would be so incredible to be able to see those animals in the wild. And that's definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I definitely would want to do a safari that 
gets to see those creatures in their natural habitat. That's really important to me as a traveler to be able to do that. And with Africa, I would love to be able to have a whole month. Again, a lot of these destinations would be hard to just see in a few weeks. So it would be so great to have the time to really explore the country and have that real safari experience. I would love to stay in the tents that I've been seeing. I'm not much of a camper, but I think in that case, you do have to really do that to get the full experience. So that's definitely on my list. I know it's a little bit more expensive and harder to get to, so that's probably a little bit farther off for me, but that's definitely one of the spots that I wanna check off in my lifetime. So that's another one I'll be planning as well. My next bucket list spot is somewhere that's just so unique to me and a place that I really want to visit within my lifetime, and it is Egypt. So just being able to see the Pyramids of Giza and visiting the ancient Valley of the Kings and seeing Egypt's historic wonders, I just think that is a spot that should be on everyone's list, being able to cruise down the Nile River and just experience a culture that is so different than mine. I think it's such, it's a place that would be so different than anywhere else I've been. And I can relate it to my parents actually just got back from Jerusalem. And it was really interesting hearing about their trip because that's a place I never thought they would visit. And it's so different than where we live. And I think it's important as a traveler to go to places that are so outside your comfort zone because as I mentioned in my podcast last week, I think that's how we learn as travelers is we see other cultures and we learn from other cultures and it makes us appreciate our own culture while really understanding a new culture. And I think even as someone that's not a super big history buff, it's important to go visit those archeological sites and have those experiences. And I would love to be able to really see Egypt and check all those things off my list. And also just being able to, I follow someone that um, she did a camel ride and that's always been a dream of mine to do that through the desert. So there's a few experiences that I'd really love to have in Egypt. And again, I think it's just, it would be a huge cultural shock, which I think is really important. And it actually makes you grow as a person to really adapt to new surroundings. So Egypt's definitely on my list, definitely somewhere I'll probably go in the next 10 or so years, but it's on my radar and I'd love to hear if you guys are also thinking of going to Egypt as well. My next bucket list adventure is actually something I can do when I'm a bit older. I mentioned how age can sometimes prohibit us from certain adventures. Obviously, physically, you never know where you're going to be at when you're 70 or 80. I hope I'm very healthy and doing well, but Again, you never know, and I think it's important to seize the day and take these trips as soon as you can because tomorrow's never promised. But I do think this is a trip you can take at an older age, and it's an Antarctica cruise. So obviously, my goal is to eventually visit all seven continents, and I'd love to cross Antarctica off my list with a cruise. I am not much of a cruise person, I'll be honest. I I love going on boats, but the idea of sleeping over water is a little bit scary to me, but I do think it is the best way through my research to see Antarctica, and there's so many major cruise lines that have journeys to Antarctica, which offer just the incredible views of the ice and wildlife from, obviously, the safety of a ship. Obviously, it's a very cold destination, so I think being on a cruise makes the most sense, and it actually gives you 
the best views of the area because you can get those 360 degree views from a cruise. And I've heard from several people that it is the best way to see Antarctica. So I definitely think I'd want to see it in that way and definitely be able to get off the cruise and explore Antarctica myself. But I think that's the best way to really take in the area and really just be able to see this I've read about Antarctica, but to be able to see it in person, I think would be such an incredible experience. So that's something that I definitely want to do. And I have thought a lot about it. And I think that would be the best way to see Antarctica. And also Alaska, I'm going to add on, I would also like to see on a cruise as well. Destination that I've always wanted to explore is Hawaii which obviously coming from California would not be too long of a flight. Unfortunately, at this time, um, Hawaii just had some awful fires, specifically in Maui. So it's not a destination I would want to travel to anytime soon, as many news outlets are saying that any tourism to Hawaii right now is just not recommended, obviously mostly to Maui because they are experiencing devastation from the wildfires. But that aside, I would love to visit someday at the appropriate time. I've heard amazing things about Hawaii, that it's just an absolutely beautiful state to visit and that the local people are so proud of their culture. So I really want to be mindful about learning about their culture as well. As Native Hawaiians, I have unfortunately heard are being pushed out of Hawaii due to the price of Hawaii getting more expensive. So I'd really want to, as a travel, make sure I'm contributing to true local tourism and not staying at a nice hotel, which I never do anyways. I'd want to make sure I'm trying to support the local people in visiting because I think that's really important when you visit anywhere to really support the economy and not the big chain restaurants or hotels. So that being said, I would love to do the road to Hana. I would love to check out the big island and there's so many just different spots I'd like to see. And I absolutely love fresh seafood. So I would love to have the incredible seafood there as well as the acai bowls and just wonderful fresh food as Hawaii obviously is an island. and. I'd love to just explore it more and really understand the culture as well. I think it's such a magical place. It looks absolutely breathtaking and beautiful. And the pictures reminded me a lot of Thailand. And I really love when I'm traveling somewhere, going with a mix of relaxation and adventure. So I can relate that back to my time in Thailand. I really loved how we did have very relaxing beach moments, but then there was also opportunities for so much adventure. And it seems like Hawaii gives both of those opportunities and obviously great year round weather. So it would definitely be a place I'd love to explore at the appropriate time and really just see all the islands and embrace the local culture and really give myself the time to enjoy all the beautiful places that Hawaii has to offer. So the seventh and final trip I would like to go on is a combination trip from New Zealand to Australia. 
And I did contemplate making them two separate categories, but since geographically they're so close together, I combined them into a bucket list trip. And both of those areas have definitely really fascinated me just from the white sandy beaches, just to have the opportunity to have so much adventure as well. So I definitely would want to start my trip in New Zealand and New Zealand looks very magical to me. And as someone that is really into adventure travel, I was definitely excited to see that there's lots of opportunities for trekking. And I know skydiving is really popular there as well as paragliding. And I've just read there's incredible national parks. It's obviously home to the Lord of the Rings movie. And I've read that it's also incredibly diverse and unique in the landscape as well. So from Auckland to Christchurch, I'd want to perhaps rent a car and really be able to take in New Zealand. I've, I know that it's obviously so much smaller than Australia, so I'd love to be able to spend the month and really get to see all the small towns and meet the local people as I have met people from New Zealand and they're incredibly kind and obviously they speak English so it will be easy to get around but definitely have New Zealand on my list because it looks beautiful, the people are incredibly kind and also the opportunities for adventure are at every corner so that's really exciting to me and also the weather is really beautiful too so I just think New Zealand has something for everyone so that's definitely on my list as well. After being in New Zealand, I definitely would like to go to Australia. So while I was in Thailand, I actually met a lot of people from Australia. And again, stemming off of what I said about New Zealanders, Australians are extremely kind and obviously also speak English. So it would be easy to navigate the country. But I also would love to be able to see Australia in a road trip form. I know that would be really hard because Australia is a lot bigger than New Zealand, but if I had a few months, I would love to go from north to south and really take in the entire country. I think I would really like Australia because of the incredible weather year round. I know I've mentioned that I really do love going to sunnier destinations. Again, I haven't ruled out going to, I still want to visit Antarctica and Alaska, but I really do enjoy going to sunnier places as noted that I live in San Diego. But I also would love to see the Australian beaches and just the nature and wildlife to be able to see the kangaroos and all the other animals that Australia is known for would be so fun for me. And obviously visiting the largest barrier reef in the world, it would be amazing to even be able to get my scuba diving license and go see the Great Barrier Reef. I think that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And Australia is also known for its laid back culture and just its incredible cities. So I definitely would love to start my journey in Sydney and be able to see the famous Sydney Harbor and Opera House. And then also visiting, like I said, the Great Barrier Reef and then going to Melbourne and really taking in all the different restaurants and things to do there. And then I'd also love to see the Gold Coast just to have the opportunity to experience some of those beaches. They're supposed to be some of the most beautiful in the world. And then also the surfing opportunities there are supposed to be great. And I would love to be able to even just see the smaller towns in Australia that are a little bit lesser known as well. I think that would be really fun to get to see some more hidden gems in Australia outside of the more popular places. 
So there you have it. Those are my top bucket list destinations I want to visit in my lifetime. Again, these are my longer term goals. So the trips I intend on taking in the next 5, 10, 15 years and so forth. So I also have a list with my shorter term bucket list travel goals as well. So those would be my places I'd like to visit in the next 3, 6, 12 months. So I think it's important to have both lists because it's not realistic for me to think I can go visit all those locations I just mentioned in the next year. So I still have a short-term list as well and always trying to make strides to getting to that spot where I can go visit all of those locations. So if there's anything I missed or you think I should add, feel free to message me on Instagram and let me know. This is a list I want to continue to be curating as things can change and I think it's important to always be adding different locations to the list. So next week, we're going to be chatting about a destination that I visited quite a while ago, but it still remains near and dear to my heart. And there is a little hint. It is outside of the U.S. and it's somewhere I visited for a long weekend. So take that with a grain of salt and I'll let you try to guess what location it's going to be. I'll definitely do my research on any updates on the location since it's been quite a few years since I've been there. And since we're on this topic, I inspire you to go plan your next bucket list trip. I do believe that we aren't getting any younger, and I promise you, you will not regret it. I've not regretted any time or money that I've spent on traveling. So if there's a spot in mind, even if it's an hour away from your city, it doesn't have to be international. I inspire you to just go and visit and just obviously research the location, but sometimes you just really need to go and see it for yourself. And I I think it's great to do all the research before going, but sometimes, especially if it's close to where you live, you just have to pull the trigger and actually go see it. So happy traveling and I'll talk to you guys next week.